Are you ready to be petty? I'm Tori, the host of Ready to Be Petty. Welcome. This podcast discusses, well, all things petty. Each week I dive into celeb gossip, the ins and outs of pop culture stories, and funny things that are going on in my life. I also bring in guests for some witty repartee. If you are into celebrity conspiracy theories, having opinions about the stars of reality TV, trash-talking, hashtag Bachelor Nation, and sending out weekly cries for help to the Fab Five of Queer Eye, this podcast is for you. You can listen each week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, via your Alexa or Google Home, and basically wherever else you can listen to podcasts. You can follow along on social media via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RTBP Podcast. I hope you like it, and if you don't like it, I will happily discuss your gracious feedback in my next content strategy meeting, which is just me and my boyfriend sitting in our living room. Anyway, I'm looking forward to hearing about what makes you petty. Bye! Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Nikki. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. Yeah, this is the podcast where we tackle the best and worst movies on your streaming services. Yes. Um, first things first, uh, for social media and whatnot, um, you can find us on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, just search for Breakdown from the Couch. Let's see, we have a Twitter, which is just, uh, again, search Breakdown uh, from the Couch pod. And okay. then what's our Instagram? Breakdown from the couch. Yeah. <laughs> we keep works. it simple. Folks. We do, we keep yeah. It simple. Yeah, that's true. Also, uh, you can check us out at ageofradio.org. You should be able yeah. to find uh, our sponsors there as well. So, mm-hmm. Can you tell we're a little new to this, folks? Yeah, yeah. We're not used to the whole social media thing. But anyway, okay. so. Yeah, now this week we are tackling the birds. Yes. This was a Laura's pick for her birthday. Yay. And Even though this I'm... is one of her favorites. She's talked about this movie several times. Yeah. I had never actually seen it. Okay, so what was your first impression then? Well, let's before we hop into that, okay. let's real quick do the summary on IMDb. Okay. So it says an overstressed suburbanite and his fellow neighbors are convinced the new family on the block are part of a murderous satanic cult. Yes. Very much. This is kind of almost a throwback to the babysitter, but funnier. Funnier. Yeah. And like 1980s yeah. versus 2000s. Not nearly as bloody either. Not nearly as bloody. <laughs> no. So first impression. I know you love this movie, but my uh-huh. impression was just kind of like, nah. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> it's not a bad movie, but it's not one that I'm gonna like reach for again. You're right. Yeah. So um, and I have to be honest, Tom Hanks is like the one that. I really recognize, like, there's him and Carrie Fisher. Right. But she really only has, like, what, five, ten minutes of screen time throughout the whole movie because they kind of get rid of her character Mm -hmm. for most of this stuff to go down and then bring her back at the end. Yeah, yeah. I love Tom Hanks. Yeah. I don't know anybody that doesn't love Tom Hanks. yeah, I mean, he's a national freaking treasure. Exactly. Is what he is. This just wasn't one of my favorite films of his. Yeah. And I think maybe that's part of why I was just kind of like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Because I expected... A bit more out of it. Right. Like, Turner and Hooch, my absolute favorite. See, if we're throwing back to, like, 80s movies. See, and Turner and Hooch, not a big fan. How can you not be a big fan? That dog is awesome. Well, the dog was awesome, but it was just meh. Yeah, so, see? Yeah. Yeah. We can agree to disagree. Yeah, that's fine. And we can still be friends. Take note, people. I know, right? Anyway, so shall we... Oh, wait, your first impression, because this is one of your favorites. Well, that's just it. I mean, this movie came out in, like, 88, 89, so, so I was we like... we were, like, three. Yeah. And I don't know, I used to just watch it all the time whenever it came out on TV. It was just something I'd sit and watch. And This and this is what I love about before satellite really and cable really picked up and became a thing and everyone yeah. just had local channels. Right. Uh, WB, UPN, all of those guys, they would have those Saturday afternoon movies. Well, see, here's the thing, though. I grew up with HBO, so... Well, Shut up. Yeah, but so... I didn't, but this is where I would see a lot of these older movies because yeah. they would just be movies they would put there to fill a time spot because everybody's out running around unless right. you're like me and you're a lazy bum and you're at home all day. Right. So that's kind of what it threw me back to. That's where I got kind of my nostalgia. Yeah. But I never actually saw this movie. But right. that's what it reminded me of. It's just, I don't know, growing up, it has so many good one-liners. And so that make me laugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. 
I will admit, one of my favorite characters uh-huh. was the Vietnam veteran. Oh, yeah. He, oh, he cracked Bruce me Stern, up. also a national treasure. Exactly. So, shall we hop directly into the breakdown? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So, the first thing I thought when this movie started was, that is a young Tom Hanks. Well, yeah. Um... The it starts isn't he like outside and he hears like the creepy noises and the yeah he hears the kind of like spooky gothic imagery at the neighbor's yeah house. he's one he goes over because he wants to know like what what the hell's all this noise yeah because they're like right next door yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah he hears the noises he's out there and you know he it almost looks like he wants to approach the house to you know like tell to figure him, out what's going yeah, on yeah or to tell him like keep it down mm-hmm. and so. He goes, he starts to walk towards, and then all of a sudden it was that ominous, like, wisp of, like, gust of yes, wind. Yes, like, as soon as he stepped over the property line, yes. it was instant spooky exactly. horror movie. And, and then, then as soon as he stepped back, it ended. Exactly. That I did think was pretty funny. Well, and did you notice Bruce Dern's character in the window with the, uh, the candle? No. He was he was He was in the window uh-huh. watching, and he, he saw... Uh, Tom Hanks's character Ray Peterson out there, and you could see him in the window, and he blows out the candle. Is that the Vietnam guy yeah. or the old guy in the house? No, that's the Vietnam guy. The Vietnam guy. I didn't notice him. Mm-hmm. I did. That's interesting. I didn't notice him at all. Yep, because he was watching him to find out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And the so, next scene we kind of jumped... Oh, sorry, did you have a thing? No, I was just going to say, yeah, the next scene is kind of where you start meeting all the other neighbors. And see, I'm... This wasn't like one of like a movie I'm gonna reach for again, but I did really like a lot of the aspects of it. Yeah, like the Paperboy intro. Right. We don't even have Paperboys anymore. It feels I know. Like. Right? Everybody's online. <laughs> exactly. But there's this old game called Paperboy. Oh yeah, I know. Where the kids like having to like, you know, deliver papers yep. and avoid dogs and avoid this and avoid that. And that's what that reminded me of, because you've got the little rat dog chasing the paper boy. Exactly. You've got well, first you got the paper boy, and around. he's yeah throwing papers, mm-hmm. and you got Ray Peterson played by Tom Hanks is out mm-hmm. there with his coffee. He you know throws the paper and it hits him, and that's whenever Tom Hanks takes the cup and throw tries to throw his coffee at the kid. Yeah. And then he ends up. You see the paper boy. He throws it at the older neighbor Walter that has the dog. Mm-hmm. And it almost hits him in his head with his fake Too hair. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, watch it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then that's whenever he lets the dog go. And then the, the dog, dog goes into the neighbor's. First it chases the paper boy. It does, yeah. And then it goes into the lieutenant's yard. Yep. And takes, takes a, a dump. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and so, this is where I love the lieutenant. Because he comes out ready to shoot the dog. Well, he didn't know about it at first. What? No, because Ricky is, no. Corey Feldman's character. Yeah. So first thing is, you know, oh, you know, the the lawn needed fertilizing anyway, is what the old man says when the dog comes back to him. Oh. Yeah. And so then we're introduced to Ricky Butler, who is, you know, looks like he's supposed to be like in high school, maybe college age at least. Exactly. He's, you know... The tubular, you know, type of guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, or this whatever. movie was chock full of stereotypes. Oh, it was for sure. Like if there was, and luckily all the characters are pretty much white. If there was like anything else in this film, it would have been horribly racist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just because it played up all of these like suburbanite stereotypes. Oh yeah, and so yeah, we're introduced to Ricky Butler, and he goes out there. He's I guess supposed to be painting his, uh, parents, his parents' house, mm-hmm. and he starts you know jams up the music. And mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then we're introduced to the to wife. the Viet yeah the Vietnam veteran uh-huh. and his younger much younger wife mm-hmm. who's wearing hardly anything which like Daisy Duke short shorts it and wasn't like bent over the flower bed well no we haven't gotten there yet um no we haven't I'm so you confused. gotta yeah you gotta pay attention girl okay okay so no we haven't gotten there yet we're getting to the part where he raises the flag. He salutes the flag, oh, and then Ricky's right. like, no, you know, careful, because Queenie, and he, before he could get it out, he, he steps, steps in the dog the shit. Yeah. And then at that point, that's whenever he goes over and starts yelling outside of Walter's house that basically mm-hmm. if it happens again, he's going to staple the dog's, you know, butt shut. Right. Okay. So meanwhile, Ray Peterson is in the house, 
and he's watching all this and you know his mm-hmm. wife is asking you know what are you doing and he's like and he was telling her that you know walter's dog you know took a crap on rumsfeld's yard again and she's like oh you know great yeah that kind of stuff and see i wonder like in my neighborhood we uh-huh. know all of our neighbors but right. we've been there for like 30 years right but where you grew up did you really know your neighbors cuz you were in more of the like compacted I mean, I knew my, most of the people that I knew was just, you know, if they were kids that I went to school with. Because, you know, we, like, all rode the bus, and most Mm -hmm. of us rode the bus together and things like that. Um, You know, I babysat a couple of kids in the neighborhood. But we didn't really go off and, like, do stuff. And, like, be, like, really social with neighbors and stuff, like, block parties and stuff like that. Right. And, see, we didn't necessarily do block parties, but, like, my dad and... um, a kid that we went to school with, yeah. his dad, we've right. lived down the street from each other our entire lives. They were, like, best buddies. Yeah. So they'd always, like, walk across the street for a beer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we were social. Like, we always... Well, we were out far enough out. We could throw the 4th of July party right. and the New Year's yeah. party. See, we, we couldn't get in trouble for fireworks. See, we, we couldn't do that. So everybody always <laughs> came to our house right. or to our neighborhood. So we just kind of knew everybody. Yeah. More like in this story versus, like, a lot of the really suburban mm-hmm. suburbia areas people are in and out so much and there's so many homes right. i wonder how many people really know their neighbors exactly so i think that would pose a good question for us lately mm-hmm. so you're right we're talking to tom hanks and carrie fisher she is talking about going to the lake he says no yeah. he wants to stay home he just wants to hang out do He's you know guy stuff and just yeah. chill and she he like, wants a staycation yeah is what he wants. exactly and she doesn't think he'll do it exactly because he doesn't <laughs> want to deal with holiday traffic and mm-hmm. you know basically he just doesn't want to go to the lake house exactly and he's he's a busybody so right. she's not trusting him to stay home and stay still exactly unless they go someplace to relax right which i can kind of understand both sides of that right um after that we find out that another neighbor is mm-hmm. named art who got on my damn nerves well see if you think about it though that was the point it, it was, was the point. It was the point. But he still got on I know. <laughs> but that was the whole point of Art, was he's supposed to get on everybody's nerves. Yeah, Art's kind of the catalyst. He kind yeah. of, He's the one that goads everybody into action. Exactly. Of some kind. Exactly. He's running around the neighborhood with a gun shooting stuff. Yeah. Which, why did no one call the cops? I don't know. It's the 80s, I guess. It, yeah. Well, and that's just it. So basically, you next see Art, and he's camouflaged, and mm-hmm. he's got a gun. And I just, I just love it because Tom Hanks' character just, he says it just kind of almost nonchalantly, whereas most people would be freaking out. And calling the cops. Yeah. He's like, he's just like, Art's got a gun. And then he runs out and he, you know, almost to stop Art. And at that point, Art takes a shot and misses because what he's trying to do is kill like these crows or something. Yeah. And so, yeah, so... Ray Peterson runs out there to try and stop him. Mm-hmm. Art takes a shot and actually breaks the... Uh, like a fake owl or something? On the well, place. he did break a fake owl, but he also, when Ray ran out, he ended up breaking the uh, light. The, I mean, it was like right next to Ray's head. Oh, uh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. And okay. so that's whenever... And well, he comes into the yep. house to join them for breakfast, and he's just digging through his buddy's fridge. Yeah, like yeah. Nothing. Yeah. As well as I knew my neighbors, they didn't no, know that. No, no. <laughs> I love, I love the part too where, because that's just it. Like first, he's down like a whole plate of pancakes. Yeah. He's eating sausage and, and he's not eggs. even being like polite at the no. table, like elbows on the table, right? Smacking, talking with his mouth full, spitting. Well, and what they're talking about is, you know, they want to, like, hey, have you met the Klopex yet? You know, which is the next door neighbors. The new neighbors. And Mm -hmm. he's like, no, he's like, nobody on the block has met him. And he said that he had found out that the previous house that they had lived in had burned down to the ground. Yeah. Basically just really setting up the rumor and speculation. Right. Kind of, like, laying the groundwork for the rest of the movie. And he was just kind of saying, you know... It's weird that, you know, you never see nobody go in and nobody come out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what do you, you know, what do you think they're uh, doing over there? Like, And then doesn't he wonder, like, what happened to the other owners? Like, um, the previous owners? Yeah, because they're like, you know, well, because uh, Ray Peterson is basically mm-hmm. saying, well, you know, I never got, you know, I never really spoke to the Naps. He's like, I think I, you know, had maybe two conversations with them. And yeah. Art is saying, yeah, but they were semi-normal, you know, like they'd mow the lawn, you know. They walked outside in the Yeah, sunlight. that kind of yeah. stuff. And then that's whenever um, 
he says, you know, we don't even know, you know, how many of them that there are. And then that's whenever their son chimes in and he's like, oh, there's three of them and they only come out at night. And like then vampires. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Ricky Butler says they're nocturnal, you know, whatevers. And Tom, and Tom Hanks is like, oh, well, Ricky Butler says. I mean, you right. know, like, that's good authority. And so um, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, you know, the kid's like, yeah, I saw him, you know. And so what were they doing? And, you know, he's like, you know, they were out, out in the backyard digging and stuff like yeah. that. And Art's like, oh, kind of like grave diggers. And he's like, well, maybe. And yeah. then that's whenever, you know, Ray is like, okay, that's enough of that. You know? Yeah, and see, initially, Ray's kind of like the voice of reason yeah, among the neighbors. exactly. Like, the Carrie Fisher's character, his wife, who is named... Carol. Carol, thank you. Mm-hmm. I knew it was close to Carrie, but yeah. I didn't remember for sure. <laughs> she's kind of like the the law. Like, she's uh, she's the neighbor mom. She, oh, if yeah. They, she says stop, they have to stop. Yeah. But Ray's kind of like the voice of reason in the aspect that she's not around to put a stop to the shenanigans. Mm -hmm. He kind of calls a bullshit on everybody. Right. Um, Which I like that. Yeah. But... And so now we're getting to the part where with, like, the flower bed and them going over to the Clopex. So basically, you know, him and Art are kind of, they're outside kind of hanging out. We see some more of the neighbors and Mm -hmm. Ricky makes a comment about uh, the Marine wives, you know, nice tan, you know, no tan lines this morning. Because, yeah, she's wearing this ridiculous outfit while trying to plant these flowers and she's like bending over. She might as well just be doing it in a bikini. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's no way. Exactly. And Uh, so... Lieutenant still hates Walter and his dog. Of course. He's still mad about it. And so at that point... You know, they're, uh, Ray and Art are just kind of chit-chatting back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then we finally see one of the Clopex come out. And I love it because Bruce... That looks like an inbred yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I love it, too, because um, Rumsfeld is the name of the, the Marine guy. That's right. Yeah. I and love so that. Rumsfeld, you know, once, once the guy comes out, he's like, hey, one of the Huns came out of his cave. And this poor, this unfortunate looking, like they had to have given him like fake teeth. Oh yeah, you they know, did. bad beard, hair, mm-hmm. all that stuff. He looked like an extra from Wrong Turn. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he did. they were not kind to, and I, that was probably the point. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But they just they made him look crazy. And that's just it. Himself. So I mean, everybody is just staring, you know, glaring mm-hmm. at this guy. Like, oh shit, he's acting. You know, there's you know somebody there. And then at this point, they kind of focus in on everybody focusing on the guy. Like, they yeah. they do very close-ups of, like, eyes, basically. Where they're just, like, staring they're him just, down. Yeah. For no reason. Even the dog. That was kind of funny. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> so, at that point, though, um, Art's kind of ribbing Ray by basically saying, you know, well, why don't, you know, why don't you go over there? And he's like, well, you know, and... Art is basically like... I would have been like, bitch, you go over there. Well, and that's kind of what he was saying. Was, <laughs> exactly. He's like, well, yeah, but you share a property line with them. And, and Ray's like, well, we're all neighbors, though. And so they're just yeah. going back and forth. And then finally, uh, Art calls him a chicken and does the bucking noises at him. like, well, dude, what are you, five? I, well, and th- <laughs> there's other parts where it's like they're five. But yeah. And so at that point, you know, he starts making him feel bad because he's like, you know, you're doing this, you know, you're not going to do it in front of your own son. And he kind of makes it, makes this joke like, yeah. and at that point, Ray pulls Art with him. It's like, fine, we're going to go over there together. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And all the neighbors are watching and even, even the like Marines. intently. Yeah. And the Marines <laughs> wife is, you know. Also, like, well, we shouldn't be staring. Mm-hmm. And so Ray is like, you know, basically, hey, are you chicken too? And then that's whenever Ricky from across the street is like, go for it, Mr. Peterson. <laughs> and so at that point, they start walking over there. Yeah. They approach the house. And I thought it was kind of funny because they, they're standing there. They're about to ring the doorbell or knock or whatever. And one of the numbers pops down. It's like no. 666. Well, we, we haven't gotten there oh. yet. Um, Art ends up, his legs end up going through the floor of the porch. Oh, yeah, 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 And yeah. stuff like that. And he's like, well, I'm not paying for that. He's like, I'm not paying. We should just sue them, basically. And see, Art, he just got on my nerves this I whole know. time. 
But, uh, and see, I liked all, everything else. Yeah. So I understand Art's purpose, but right. did you have to make him such a whiny little bitch? I know. <laughs> and then at that point, they start, they, you know, start knocking, using the knocker. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it turns, it, their, you know, address goes from 669 to 666. Mm-hmm. And then they knock again, and the, um, I guess it's like the address holder, or whatever, something like that something falls. falls. and there's bees, bees or flies. No, it's bees. It is bees? It is bees. So at that point, the bees come out, and they're freaking out. And then, I love it because you see Walter, he was like, fuck that, I'm going in the house. He runs into right? the house. And then at that point, Rumsfeld is telling him, you know, come over here, I've got water. And they have, like, hoses them down. Oh, yeah, he has to hose them down <laughs> and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, I'm trying to and remember. And then there's a conversation on the porch where... It says skip the crazy guy in my notes, but I can't remember which one's the crazy guy. <laughs> well, if I remember right, the next scene is actually um, he's at the house and uh, Ray's at the ha- you know at his own house and he's gonna take the dog out for a walk, but really he wants to smoke a cigar. Yeah, and Art is talking to Ricky Butler, basically saying. You know, his wife doesn't, you know, let him smoke in the house. You know, he sneaks out for cigars. He doesn't know that I know that. And Mm -hmm. then we've got the whole scene where they're talking about this, almost like an urban legend type thing that happened in Oh, Art's full of shit stories. Yeah. The crazy guy. His name was Skip. He worked at the That's right. That's what my notes And so that's just it. So he tells them the story about, you know, Skip who ended up murdering his whole family mm-hmm. um, in the town, basically with an ice pick. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that... Um, no one saw it coming because he was such a nice guy. Right. That kind of thing. Exactly. Um, and then... Which I kind of I kind of liked that story, though, because he went into more detail about how, you know, basically, you know what they were smelling over there was Skip's family rotting in the basement, basically, because he hadn't, you know, he didn't know that the summer was going to be that hot that year type of stuff. So that's what all of those neighbors were smelling was, you know, the family's dead bodies. So... And then he he goes, uh, like that, and scared Tom Hanks, which was kind of cute. Um, from there, we find out Ricky brings home a date, but instead of going to the movies, he's, yeah. like, setting up lawn chairs yeah. on the porch. <laughs> yeah. And, like, getting cola and popcorn yeah. and snacks. And she's, like, so confused. She's like, well, I yeah. want to go to a movie. What are we doing? He's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Yeah. This is better <laughs> this than is a movie. This is the best thing ever. Um, this is my neighborhood. I and, just like how he says it. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, they hang out. And this is where it starts he's, becoming a thing. Well, and that's just it. He's breaking down for kind of what we're doing. He's basically breaking it down for his like, date. That's so and so. Yeah. He's creepy. That's so yeah. and so. He used to be in Vietnam. That's, yeah. Yeah. He's like. He's breaking it down for the dates. Introducing the characters. And so they're all. So yeah, you've got Rumsfeld, you've got Art, and you've got mm-hmm. Ray. And they are all kind of meeting up together. And I don't know if their plan... I guess their plan was just to, like, scope out the house or something like that, or... Well, I have that, um... At that point in the night, the creepy house lights up, creepy car comes out, and then they have the suspicious garbage. Yeah. And so, I think... Because that's just it, so... Which, that would make me a little suspect, too. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so... <clears throat> At first, you know, so they're they're getting together, and you got Rumsfeld with this night vision scope, right? And so they're like looking through it, and you know, Art's like, "I'm gonna go over there and find out what's, you know, why basically why there's bars on the uh, basement it windows." Start pouring rain. It does, at, like okay. at that point, but they decide, and then that's whenever the car comes down the driveway, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, there's no headlights, because they're kind of wondering, well, are they, like, going somewhere, or what? And then mm-hmm. that's when the creepy guy from earlier takes that huge bag, puts it in the garbage can, and then just beats the shit out of it with a stick. Right. And so that's whenever, you know, that's whenever it starts to rain. 
and the car goes back in, and they were like, you and know, the garage door just closes slowly, yeah, yeah. and then that's it. Everything yeah. cuts back off. And they're like, yeah, I've never seen you know somebody bang the hell out of their garbage with a stick before, right? And then that's whenever they decide, you know, the next morning, oh yeah, we're gonna go through that garbage. You know, we got to find out what's in that garbage can. Yeah, and. Ray is kind of saying, well, you know, I think that's a little extreme. That's a little much. Yeah, you know, the three of us going through garbage in the middle of the night, in the middle of a rainstorm. That's creepy. Yeah. And so they go, you know, each of them go home. The next morning I have that Carol just wants to go on vacation. She does. But we forgot one thing, though. What's that? Okay, so they go back home. And then you see Ray's looking out the back window. There, sure enough, they're all the three of them are in the backyard digging. That's right. And yeah, yeah. And so, so yes, the next morning we open up on the garbage men are there mm-hmm. picking up the garbage. And I just I kind of like the conversation that the garbage men are having because one guy's right it's trying to be completely off. Yeah, off he's course. exactly, and the other guy is basically just like, yeah, you know what? Let's just do our job. Yeah. So. Art runs out there, garbage, garbage man, you know, he's like trying to stop him. And so he basically takes the garbage and starts throwing it, you know, takes the uh, garbage can, throws all of it out on the street. Mm -hmm. And then you've also, you've also got uh, Rumsfeld joins them and they both hop in the truck and they're literally just throwing garbage out on the street. Which, I mean, come on now. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like, guys, really? Yeah. Really? Okay, dudes, whatever. But and now then, they've made this huge mess all over the road. Right. Well, and now we're at the part where Carol is basically like, yeah, I'm calling so-and-so to open up the lake house. And then they yeah. start arguing because he's like, you know. I don't want to do I don't want to. House. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, they're yelling at each other. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's whenever the sun comes on and he's like, you know, Art's throwing garbage all over the street. And it stops yeah. their argument, and he goes running out there as well. But I think his intention was a little bit different. It wasn't like, oh, what's in the bag? I think, I think his was to, like, stop the madness. Yeah, exactly. So and Rums- see, what kills me is Art just leaves all of this garbage yes, everywhere, and he expects the garbage there. guys to pick it up. Yeah, well, Rumsfeld is like, well, because you are the garbage man, and the garbage guy is like, you know, I pick it up from the cans, not from the street. Yeah. And <laughs> Art's like... Mary, there's nothing in here. We checked the whole truck. They must have done something with it, you know, last <laughs> night or whatever. And Ray is just kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then that's whenever we find um, Rumsfeld's Queenie. wife. And, yeah, she finds Queenie. Where, and she's filthy. And, yeah, Queenie's filthy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they're wondering, well, where's Walter? Exactly. And so um, from there, you know, they're knocking on uh, Walter's door, mm-hmm. you know, and they're kind of, they're worried. It's like, well, what if something happened to him? And they're in the house at one point, right? Because Rumsfeld, he's got, I don't know what the hell it's called. He's like, like a, a soldier's pick. day saves, you know, soldier's ways saves the day. No, it's like one of those things where you put it on the glass and I guess you trace oh, around it. yeah, yeah, the glass cutter. Yeah. And so. So breaking and entering. That's yeah, cool. exactly. So. Yeah, they go in there and they find um, like a chair is tipped over, and so yeah, they're they're worried. Like God, well, you know what happened? Yeah. And so they start walking around the house, and Ricky they find a toupee. Well, and at first she thought it was a rat. So yeah. so that's just it. Rumsfeld's wife goes in, you know, to uh, feed Queenie. Basically, mm-hmm. goes into the kitchen, and then she starts screaming, and they all run in there thinking that something had happened. You know that uh what's his name was in there mm-hmm. and instead uh, they're like oh that's not a rat that's his toupee which legit it looks like a it rat. does like i've had uh a friend get her hair cut like super short mm-hmm. and when you sweep all the clippings in a little pile it mm-hmm. looks like it could get up and walk around yeah. like it would be a little dog exactly and so I love it because Art is like, hey, guy, you know, he's like in the fridge, of course. Naturally. He's like, hey, guys, look, these cookies are still. And Ricky Butler opens the door and breaks the plate of cookies <laughs> and stuff. And then, the, you know, that's when Ray is like, you know, OK, I think we've done enough, you know, damage, for, damage the yeah. for the day. So they leave. And then you see him and he's writing, he's trying to figure out how to write a note kind of to Walter. I just, right. I love the note though that he ends up going with, Walter, I have your dog. It's like, that does sound almost kind like. Kind of ominous. It does. Threat almost. It does. And so he puts it, you know, he slides it in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. And then they end up doing research in the basement. Yeah. 
they're, they're like comparing all these notes and oh the neighbors did him in and this yeah. that and the other thing and carol find this is where mom carol comes mm-hmm. in and she puts her foot down and says calls bs basically on the whole thing well she's trying to figure out what's going on while they're in the basement because the door is locked yeah and then that's whenever they're having the conversation and you know he's he's based or art's basically yeah trying to convince ray you know he's like oh but look you know the, there's incubus and succubus and he's like i'm telling you that walter was a human sacrifice is what he's trying to convince Wait, how do you get that over his a dog being dirty exactly like, what kind of leap do you have to I guess, take? well, yeah, of course. But I guess it was also because Walter was, you know, wasn't there. So mm-hmm. I guess that was, of course, the big leap. Unlike, yeah, most people would right. not, you know, think that. And so <clears throat> that's whenever, you know, you see, um, you see Carol and you see Ray. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's looking at the book and she's just, yeah, yeah, like, okay, this is bullshit. Yeah. And she's like, so let me get this straight. You know, the Clopex have sacrificed Walter. Is that the new theory now? And he's <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, that's that's one of the top theories. And she's like, yeah, okay. And so. Yeah. And you can tell she's looking at him like, this is why we should have gone on vacation. Exactly. You can't sit still to do anything. Right. So this is what you're doing instead? No. Yeah, exactly. And so. He's at this point flipping through some, you know, scary movies, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't remember the first Doesn't one. Doesn't he have a bad dream? That's just it. That's coming up. So okay. he has, yeah, this bad dream where he is put on, basically put on like this grill type thing. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you see Skip, and he's like, yes. hey, he's like, hey, it's art. I'm just pretending to be Skip, and he's because he's dressed up as like um, an ice cream man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we see the neighbors or whatever, and one of the one of the neighbors that you meet later mm-hmm. from one of the Clopex, he's like basically like mind your own business, and it ends with him almost like he was going to be stabbed. Yeah, in the dream. And so at that point, yeah, Carol puts her foot down. Yeah, because he's like, no more. This is getting out of hand exactly yeah so i just thought it was funny because he you know the guys show up like kind of like can he come out and play that's exactly what (laughs) i put in my notes (laughs) exactly i wrote art and lieutenant beg for ray to come out and play and carol says no no which she should have yeah because these guys are idiots yeah it's like you're messing with his mental health guys Mm -hmm. seriously um, but anyway, they decide to go creeping around the house anyway, and they end up ding-dong ditching. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done that before? No. It was, it's like one of those stupid things you do as a kid. Except, unless you're me. Unless you're Laura. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they basically run up, they ring the bell, and then they run away. Yeah. It's like... Okay, so out of three men on screen, nobody's balls have dropped? Okay. I know, right? Well, and I think an Art had written a note. Ex- yeah. Yeah. He did. What did he write? Well, basically, I, you know, I know what she did is what he wrote, which we're, we'll get into that. Yeah. So, and then they show Ray, and he's out in the backyard. He's just mm-hmm. relaxing, you know. Yeah. Um, and you see the dog. dog. Yeah, you see the dog. Humor. Yeah, this big ass bone. But yeah. what's kind of funny though is that Art shows up and Ray is like, you know, I'm just trying to get some goddamn sleep, basically. Like, yeah. leave me alone. He's like hit a breaking point. Yeah. Like, he's just pissed at everybody. And then that's whenever Art tells him about this note. He's like, yeah, you know, I wrote him a note and then, you know, we rang the doorbell and we rang. And then, Ran, and yeah. then Ray freaks out cause because he's... he left a note at Walter's house. Exactly. So now they're going to mm-hmm. think that it was him. And I love it because Art's like, well, now that we've got him on the run, now they know that we know that they know that we know. <laughs> and then he's like, but they're going to suspect me. And then that's yeah. whenever uh, Art notices this big-ass femur bone. Which, why don't you call the cops? Yeah, I know. If you think it's like a person, like a human, human bone. right. I mean, I know it was the 80s and cell phones weren't really a thing. Yeah. But 10 steps into the house. Yeah. And- Picking up the phone, turning the little rotary exactly. that they all came with back then. Yeah. Three times. And so... The, but they don't. But Art has in his head that, you know, Ray, this is Walter. And then they start oh, screaming. Lord. Yes. And stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you see over the fence, you can tell somebody's in the backyard, in, you know, the, the Clopex backyard. Yeah. And they take, you know, a uh, basically a, a note or whatever and 
chucks it over Ray's fence. Which just confirms mm-hmm. Ray's worst fear. Exactly. They think he's the one that's bothering them. Exactly. And so, yeah. And so, um, Art's trying, it's like, oh, he's just, he's a litterer. It's not a big deal. And he opens it. It's like, oh, no, it's my note, you know. And then Ray tries to run into the house. Mm-hmm. And he, him and Carol end up smashing into each other. And it, I think it got him, like, in the, like, nose area. Yeah. And so he's, you know, the next scene it shows him and he's just kind of holding like, his nose yeah. and stuff like that. And then Voice of Reason Carol Gets the welcome wagon together. Yeah, she's, she's like, like this is ridiculous. Yeah, let's go talk to him. And then I love it because yeah. she tells Art that he's not invited. <laughs> I love that, too. Because he's like, yeah, let's go check him out. And she's like, you're not coming. Yeah, you're not coming. Yeah. And so, yeah, sure enough, so it's the Petersons and it's the Rumsfelds, and they're going to go over, and they're just going to have a normal discussion. Welcome to the neighborhood. Welcome to the neighborhood. We're your neighbors. Mrs. Rumsfeld has yeah. made, you know, brownies and stuff, mm-hmm. so... Uh, Mr. Rumsfeld is... I miss the days when you could just make brownies for your neighbors so I, that everybody was vegan. Oh, that's true, too. <laughs> it's that's true. the things that occur to me right. when I'm watching this film. I'm like, oh, we used to be able to do that and not true. piss anybody off. True. So, so, the house is creepy. Well, no, what I love, though, is Rumsfeld, he's got the brownies, mm-hmm. and then the same thing happens to him where his legs go through the... Um, the porch and oh, he dropped yeah, he's yeah, like go yeah. there go the goddamn brownies and they're all over like the porch <laughs> yeah and Which, why wouldn't you just throw some saran wrap on top of that plate? i think he did though i think it was so but anyway yeah so the house is creepy on the inside as well as yeah. the outside yeah um and then we meet hans and uncle ruben yeah so hans well, we meet... is the gender wrong turn reject right and then uncle ruben he's we just only like see him like once don't we? No, you see him a couple of times. Um, but, yeah, Uncle Reuben is just, you know, like an creepy. old... He's creepy, and he's just this old, kind of an asshole. Because yeah. I love it how he walks up to Ray, he's like, you are the one next door. I think he's almost like an Igor-type character, yeah. is what he reminds yeah. me of. Because he's exactly what you said. He's, right. You did this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know... We then see Art, who's Sneaking got around the back. yeah, because he's got he's got Ricky and uh, Ray's son, yeah, and they're like you know he's like keep a lookout for him, yeah, keep a lookout, and you know he's on the ladder and stuff, and he's trying to go over, yeah, and he falls Ninja over. Art is not no, <laughs> no, he basically just falls over the damn fence. He's basically falling over himself this entire film. Yeah. And so, then I yeah. love it. He's like, I'm okay. He's like, throw me the tools. And so they literally throw the tools over and mm-hmm. it hits him. <laughs> yeah. And so we... That, I was kind of like, yes. Yeah, I know. Yes, he got it. He yeah. got what he deserved. And so at that point, we're we're back at the Klopex house. Mm-hmm. And everything is old and dusty. Yeah. And Antique and dark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, then we meet the doctor. Well, I like the scene though first where where Hans is trying to he's trying to you can tell he's trying to be nice and he mm-hmm. he brings out sardines which is like what the hell he brings out sardines and pretzels and you know which I've never had sardines before I haven't either and I don't want to I have it no, does make me curious though I, I have no interest in that <laughs> you you have fun with that I'm I'm good Will but you eat the bones and everything. I don't know how that shit works. <laughs> I'm curious. Somebody tell me in the comments how you're supposed to eat sardines. Right. And so okay. it's kind of funny. Everybody is just like, oh, you know, I'm fine. And Carol kind of gives Ray this look. Like, just do it. Right. You know, just to be nice. And so he he puts the sardine on the pretzel and he bites into it. And you can kind of tell. it's like He's trying uh, not to throw it up. <laughs> yeah. And then he starts, like, sneezing, and he grabs newspaper. I think that was his way of getting, you know, rid of the sardine pretzel. Because right. he just kind of, he pretended like he was blowing his nose, but he kind of just spit yeah. it out, yeah. yeah, into the paper. And, you know, and then, yeah, we end up meeting, um, like you said, the doctor. And what they think is a bloody handshake. Right. Which he points out, oh, I was, you know, I was downstairs painting, you know, because it relaxes me. Which, that's not creepy at all. That's yeah. like some Hannibal Lecter right. prequel type yeah. stuff. So, from there, Art is still snooping around. Right. And he's trying to scope out the basement window. Yeah, exactly. 
yeah, I don't, it's like, I don't know why you need to be over there that long. I mean, it's. No, it's like, if you're looking for bones and they dig in the yard, why right. are you checking out the basement? Exactly. Or, you know what? Crazy thought. Call the cops. Yeah. But that's not what comedy's made of. No. So then the lieutenant, once we get back into the house, he just come out, yeah. comes out and says it. He's like, what do you got going on in the uh, in mm-hmm. the basement, Klopek? And you can tell. all that noise down yeah, there. Yeah, what's, what's going, going on? on? And then I love it because Ray, you could tell he got anxious all of a sudden. He's just like, you know. Um, starting to panic He's like, yeah, he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And he gets up and he goes to open this door. <laughs> And they have, like, this big-ass Great Dane. Dane. <laughs> and so at that point, you yep. know, I love it, though, because uh, Rumsfeld's like, you keep a horse in the basement? And then, of course, Art gets busted. Oh, yeah. Like, within this scene, a lot of things really happen really yeah. fast. Tom's like, I gotta pee! Yeah. And then the dog, and then Art gets busted because yeah. he's not a ninja. Right. Because Well, and that's just it, because the dog, of course, sees Art and chases him. And exactly. Art ends up going over and... because. Um, it set off the alarm or whatever. Yeah. And so he heads over, you know, tries to go over the fence and it ends up cutting the alarm because when he falls over, mm-hmm. it, yeah, takes out um, the wiring or whatever for the alarm. Great first impression for your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I love it where he's like, you know, oh, is that another neighbor? And Rube goes, <laughs> the fat one. <laughs> yes. Which I've always wondered in movies because, like, okay, Fat people know that they're fat, but exactly. it's different when you hear, like, it's harder when it comes from somebody else. So I always wondered as, like, an actor, like, even though it's just a line that somebody wrote. Right. It's, like, it kind of makes me wonder, like, I wonder if it sort of hurts the actor's feelings. Do well, you know what it, I mean? I, did it hurt your feelings when I told you what my grandmother called you when she couldn't remember your name? Kind of. Because she, she had yeah. the Alzheimer's. Right. And you had lost a lot of weight. So when yeah. you came to visit her, she didn't recognize right. you. So she kept asking about my fat friend. Friend, yeah. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> she still loved you to death. I know. You just couldn't remember anybody. I know anybody. that. But um, I, it always just kind of makes me wonder, though, if it, if an actor... If there's a little bit of a sting yeah, to it. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, if you think about it, actors face how much rejection is no, probably just kind of like, oh, it's just one more thing. It's just yeah, a job. Yeah, that's true. So, I hope anyway. Yeah. Um, and so, so the next, they get home. Yeah, they get home and the wives are pissed, especially like, Karen. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, basically. We're over it. Yeah. We're not doing We're not this doing anymore. that anymore. It's like property damage. They're right. going to call the cops on us, as I believe what Carol is yeah, thinking. Yeah, exactly. And so at that and point, like, cool. yeah, he's no like, problem, all right, not babe. a problem. And so he's like, I just want to talk to the, you know, let me talk to the guys for a little bit. So they go into, you know, like the office type area. You know? the, I thought they went back to the basement where they were before. Yeah, it was like an office area. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. But, and um, they're like ripping into him. What do you mean it's over? Yeah. We it's have more like, no proof than ever Why don't you now? take, you know, your balls out of your wife's purse and, you know, take a stand for once. And then at that point, Ray starts going towards his crotch area and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he pulls out. I did think that was pretty Yeah. Funny. He pulls, he's like, you know, so it's, you know, you got a rug, big deal or whatever. And Rumsfeld is like, so wait, you've had that in your shorts all day? Mm-hmm. And then that's whenever he lets him know, like, no, he was like this after. This is Walter's toupee. Yeah, he's like, it's Walter's toupee. I had, I had put it back in through his mail slot, um, you know, after mm-hmm. we had left. And so that, I, for him, that was like a, okay, let's do this. I think at that, yeah, at that's that point. That's where it kind of solidified in his mind that something's not, not right. right. Even if he doesn't know whether or not they killed Walter <laughs> at this point, he's like, we, we have to right. keep going. He's like, nobody knocks off an old, an old man in my neighborhood and gets away with it. Right. Because <clears throat> they found out that the Klopex were going to be away all day the next day. Yeah, because they were going back to the university. Right, because they were going to be transferred. And so mm-hmm. Carol's like, oh, well, we just we just started to get to know you and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. And then all hell broke loose. Yeah. And so it's the next day. And the guys are going in. Yeah. And so, but I love it, though, because Art is trying way too hard. And he gets electrocuted, which made me happy. Well, we haven't gotten there yet. Hold oh, on. sorry, sorry, sorry. So basically, Ray convinces Carol, like, you mm-hmm. know, why don't you take... I keep forgetting what the hell the son's name is. It doesn't matter. Junior. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, you guys have fun at your sister's house and you have fun with your cousins and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, oh, we're going to play golf. You know, Art and I have a tea time. We're going to go play golf. 
And she, right. you could tell she's skeptical. She, yeah. She's like, yeah, She's okay. getting ready to call BS again, mm-hmm. but he's relaxing finally. Yeah, exactly. So, so she kind of lets it roll. And then I love it because Art shows up and he's got like this ridiculous golfing outfit on. And he's like, you know, look, I got new gloves. We're going to be playing that much golf and stuff. And then he's like, hey. Completely full. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, hey, do you think she bought it? And they're, you know, they run off or whatever. And then mm-hmm. you see Rumsfeld and he's in his like full-on army gear yeah he is ready to go and he's got this big ass like gun oh yeah he is going into battle yeah exactly exactly and i love it because he's you know setting up well no first they they're all in the backyard like a sniper hide right well we haven't gotten to that part yet now we're in the backyard of the clopex and this is where he gets where art gets electrocuted electrocuted. because they're like okay well we got to knock out you know the power so that you know the alarms alarms don't go don't off, go off yeah. and stuff so i love it because yeah he's you know climbing up this large ass telephone pole and they're like are you sure you know that you know what you're doing and he's like hey no worries safety's my middle name and, and well, then he gets Ray, well no like ray's like wait he's like i thought his middle name was lewis <laughs> and so sure enough art you know, clips something, mm-hmm. and he, yeah, gets electrocuted, goes flying, which this would if the electrocution part hadn't it's killed him. I know. <laughs> but he goes through the shed, the Klopex shed, you know, in the backyard. And see, he would have had to land on, like, equipment mm-hmm. to go into the shed like that. Right. So, and so, of course, he's, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm fine, and stuff like that. Like, his fingers are all black, and... He's, you know... He's, you can just tell he's yeah. like tingling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Rumsfeld's like, oh, yeah, he got the right wire, you know, good job, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, at that point, it's, you know, yeah, it's going to be Ray, and it's going to be uh, Art that are going to be doing the digging, and we've mm-hmm. got Rumsfeld Let's as, like, real. the lookout. Art is useless. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, that's just it. So, Rumsfeld is set up on the top of his house... And Ricky's like, hey, man, you know, what's with, you know, what's with the gun? He's like, you know, telling him to mind his own business. And then Ricky pretty much starts selling tickets. Oh, yeah. He calls (laughs) everybody. He's like, hey, man, you got to come down. It's going to be like live. He's like, I can't tell you what's going on. So sure enough, like a bunch of his buddies are coming. And so, yeah, we're back to... And he starts talking about, like, hey, we're going to get some Zell later. Yeah. I mean... All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So at that point, we're in the... uh, we're in the Clopex backyard. There's a couple of holes that are dug. You got freaking Art laying in one. You're like, oh, man, you know, maybe they have some beers and stuff in the fridge. And It's like, dude, you don't get to go into anybody's fridge you want. I know. Well, at this point, it wouldn't matter anyway. They've already True. broken so many, like, laws. But Ray's like, well, why don't you dig a hole for a while? Mm-hmm. And so they end up, you know, yeah, let's go in the house. It's, you know, cooler in there, that kind of stuff. And they try to do the card trick to get in, you know, because the back door is locked. And then finally Ray is just like, screw it. And he just grabs like a plant and just kind of smashes the window in. You can tell Ray (laughs) is kind of hitting the end of his... Yeah, stamina, sanity. Yeah, like he he's getting close to an edge, and we ain't quite sure what's going to go down. And so he, you know, yeah, he breaks the, you know, breaks the window, and I love it because Art's like, has you know, the words breaking and entering mean anything to you? It's like, dude, that's all he's done the entire. Yeah, it's like how many freaking laws have we broken today? Right, a lot. So yeah, it's gonna be the least awful thing they do all day. Right. And so, yeah, at this point, friends are starting to show up at Ricky's. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And, you know, I forget what happens. He They end up in the... Well, no. Oh, he, before they Rumsfeld... The I'm trying to remember when, because Rumsfeld falls off the house. Ricky distracts him. He's like, yo, Rumsfeld. And Rip, Rumsfeld loses his balance, goes sliding down the roof, and ends up... Sh- like, the gun ends up going off and hitting a window. Yeah. And I think that that's about where it was. And all the kids are like, oh, that was awesome. You know, and then more they're... people are showing up because yeah. Ricky's right. This is great. Yeah. And it... then, I can't remember how, but Tom Hanks and, well, Ray and Art end up in the basement. Right. They end up in the basement and they're noticing, they're like, so a house, you know, a house this furnace. Size. Yeah. Yeah, a house this size. So like 5,000 degrees. Is that like a normal, you know, house furnace to you? And they're like looking 
And, you know, they end up, oh, you know, we've got power. And he, you know, Art, of course, pushes a damn button and starts up the, you know, the furnace. Yeah. And they can tell, like, yeah, that's not an ordinary furnace. Yeah, it's highly unusual. Exactly. Um, And then at that point... Basically, they found basically a crematorium in the basement. Exactly. what they discovered. Exactly. And so, you know, you see some more friends, you know... Showing up at Rick's. Well, and it turns out, though, they knocked the whole power out to however many houses. Oh, I gotcha. Like that's the whole why, cul-de-sac. Yeah, well, or more. They, yeah. They're not even sure. Because that's just it. Ricky and all of his friends have got, you know, like, there's candles and all kinds of stuff because the Everybody's, like, out. stretched out in blankets yeah. on the yard. Like, yeah. everybody's watching all of this and stuff then that's, go down. that's whenever one of the friends is like, hey, we're going to go get some McDonald's or something. You want anything? And he's like, oh, no, wait, that's the best part. I called the pizza dude. Yeah. And then we see... Which is such a college freshman thing to say. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And so at that point, though, we see a car approaching. You got the spooky music, which means you know the Klopeks are coming. And so, yeah, you see the car, and they can tell something's going on in the basement. But before they get home, Walter shows up. No. They... No. No. Cremation in the basement. Walter's alive. Creepy guys come home. I have notes. Yeah, but your notes are wrong sometimes. Ugh, fine. I've okay. only seen this movie a million times. I know, I know. Okay, so... So they show up, and then they see that there's something going on in the basement, so they shut off their lights, and they reverse. And then... Okay. So the guys are down there, and they've dug this big-ass hole. Tom Hanks is like... Ray is manic uh, yeah. at this point. He's like lost and it. And like, they're to the point where they're like there's like liquid. And then that's yeah. whenever he, you know, it's like... He strikes something, and they're like, oh, that's metal. They buried him in a crypt, is what freaking Art is saying. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so he radios back to Rumsfeld, like, oh, we found him, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Rumsfeld, that's whenever he notices car pulling up and stuff like that, and then that's whenever he sees Walter slowly getting out of the car. Yeah. And then Rumsfeld is like, hey, guys, it's not Walter. Walter's back. That kind of stuff. But they they either can't hear it or they're just ignoring it. Something. I think it's like the noise from the crematorium is too loud. Probably. Something like that. And yeah. so there's still, Ray is still down there digging. And then that's whenever the Klopex come back again, this time with the cops. Yeah. And so <laughs> Art, is, Art is like, you know, the Klopex, you know, with coppers, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Art is outside of the house at that point, And he tells Ricky, you know, you got to keep them busy. And stuff like that. So I got, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep him busy. You know, I'm going to go get Ray. And so he, you know, Ricky, like, jumps. First he tries to jump on the Klopex car. And he's like, no, you're still going. you got to stop. And then he jumps on the cop's car. Uh And he's like, there's these people in my house, and they're eating all my food. And he's, like, trying to, you know, distract them. Yeah, pull them away. And then that's whenever... Art runs down there to go get Ray, and he's, like, telling him, you know, the Klopex are here, you know, they got cops, and Ray had hit, he's like, I hit the gas line, get out of here. Yeah. And so, of course, Art, you know, runs, he's like, we hit a gas pipe, it's all gonna blow, and sure enough, the house blows up. Well, yeah, because the furnace is huge. Yeah. And so... Yeah, so the house blows up. I love it because that one kid is like, man, that Ricky kid sure can throw a party. Right. So, yeah, the house (laughs) explodes. And I don't know what the hell the thing on the top is called. It's, like, pointy. But anyway, it goes into the uh, Klopex or the cop's car. It impales um, the front end or whatever of Mm -hmm. the cop's car. And sure enough, the house is just burning and... Everything's on file. Carol comes home. No. Carol doesn't come home. Rumsfeld's wife shows up. Carol shows up a little bit later. Oh, okay. So where was I when this? Movie I don't know. Was playing? I don't know. Because I have notes, but I have gaps in my notes. Okay. Yeah. So continue. Rums- yeah, Rumsfeld's <laughs> wife shows up and is also watching what's going on, and she's like, "I think there's something moving in there." And sure enough, Ray somehow manages to survive this. Manages to survive. And I love it because Rumsfeld tells one of the Klopex, oh, you got a lawsuit here, mister, that kind of thing. And so, yeah, yeah. and so then Carol, you know, shows up and she's, of course, wondering what's going on because everything Mm -hmm. is taped off in the neighborhood. There's smoke everywhere. There's smoke everywhere. And, you know, so she shows up and, you know, Ricky's like, oh, but that's Mrs. Peterson. She, like, lives here. And, you know, the cop, of course, doesn't care. Right. And so she ends up still going beyond the tape and she finds 
Ray, who's, you know, been blown up. Right. And so, you know, he's and like, she, I love it because he's like, you know, he can like barely see out of like one eye or whatever. Uh-huh. His one eye is shut. And, you know, he's like, oh, he's like, I like your hair. You got to, you know, your haircut's really nice. Which I'm like, what the hell? And see, <laughs> like, he's talking with the cops. Yeah. And art is still going. Yeah. He's still on, you know, the Clopex are serial killers. They're awful people. And, yep. And this is where that edge that Tom, that yep. Ray's kind of been walking towards, yeah. he goes over He it. snaps. Yes. That and was he basically success. tells them, he's like, you know, we're the suspicious ones. It's not them. It's us. Right. Is what he, you know, tells them. I love it because Art's like, well, you know, what do you want me to say? You want me to move? And then that's whenever, you know, Ray runs at him and jumps on him and starts mm-hmm. biting on his, like, finger <laughs> and stuff like that. Because, like, he's, he's hit that, he's oh, yeah. like, over the edge. He's no I love longer, it though. He's like... like He's like, I've been blown up. Take me to the hospital. I'm sick. And he basically throws him, you know, grabs. A gurney. Yeah, he grabs the gurney and throws himself on it into the ambulance. And yeah. And Carol's just like, well, I'll just find out what, you know, it's almost like she's nonchalant about it. Like his, her husband's been blown up, but it's like, I'll just find out, you know, what hospital you're going to. And I'll just follow, you know, behind. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think at that point she realizes she can do nothing to stop. Well, it's, like, well, it's already happened. Character. Yeah. It's, it's over and he is to a point where he can't handle anything else. that's true so she's like okay honey we're just gonna go to the doctor yeah and have them put you in that nice padded room with some bandages yeah like, right well that's kind of the vibe i got from her and so he's laying in the ambulance and then all of a sudden you see dr klopak and yep. this is where you find out that you they saw the skulls in the furnace yeah mm-hmm. and he's like well he's like i figured a man's furnace was his business and is what he tells right. him and then that's whenever he knows about the femur, though. Like, yeah. I want my femur back. And this is when he reveals that they that they had killed the, the previous, naps. the Naps, mm-hmm. the previous owners, and, you know, because they wanted the house. Yeah. And the Naps weren't going to sell it to them, so they killed them. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> at this point, Hans is in the front. And they're basically kidnapping yeah ray to kill him to get all their stuff exactly and hide everything which i'm thinking to myself okay you're gonna do this here where there's cops everywhere well hans tried to drive away right but still yeah well i mean if you think about it it's almost the perfect way to do it if you can do it without getting caught because yeah he's got he's covered in scratches and bruises no one's gonna notice like a needle mark no that's true you know yeah and they can just oh it was you know trauma that nobody realized was that dangerous because he was up and walking around and then yeah dead that's true and so, so, yeah, Hans is in the front, and he starts driving off. And at that point, um, Ray they're is struggling. Str- yeah, they're back. struggling and stuff like that. And Ray ends up, I think he ended up just, like, putting his hands around Hans's eyes so that he couldn't see. Yeah. And he ends up going into Art's house, crashing <laughs> which, the ambulance. kind of poetic. Basis. I know. Yeah, he ends up crashing, you know, into the house. Mm-hmm. Also, well, first, with the erratic... Then- they well, hit the car, like the Clopet car first, and then not, into the house? No. No, what happened... How does the trunk pop open? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. So, <laughs> he also almost hit... Oh, pizza dude. He almost... He basically hit the pizza driver, and all his pizza comes popping out. Oh, that's and right. And then he slammed into uh, Art's house. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, Dr. Klopek and Ray, the um, gurney comes flying out of the back. And That's they're still right. struggling with they're still like struggling the with the needle and, and stuff everything. like that. And then the gurney hits into the Clopex car, and that's whenever the thing pops open. And, and I love it. Bones. Well, the thing is though, is Ray is you know citizens arrest, and he's like, <laughs> and of course Carol's like, oh, you know Ray and that kind Good of stuff. God, what now? Yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, don't start with me, okay? He he admit, you know, they killed the naps. He admitted to it. Mm-hmm. kind of stuff he tried and, to kill me yeah he tried to kill me and then they're like well we don't you know the co- the older cop is like well we don't have you know any proof or whatever and then ricky and butler the house down yeah and ricky butler you know takes a peek and he's like well we do now and sure enough there's all these bones that were under a blanket inside um the trunk exactly and so yeah art's wife comes home well i first of all no, first of all, you've got uh, Rumsfeld who sees Hans, and he runs over there and yeah. tackles him, and he's like, don't you move, because I will snap your neck in a heartbeat, basically. Yeah. 
And then Art's doing some interviews with, I guess it's supposed to be like CNN and, you know, oh, you know, don't mess with suburbanites, you know, because we're not going to take it anymore type of crap. <laughs> and so then you see, you see, you know, Carol and Ray and he basically is like, okay, you know, kind of like, okay, now I want to go on vacation. Meanwhile, he was, you know, blown up. Right. He's like, um, I'm over it. Let's just go home. <laughs> yeah. At that point. And he basically, he tells, you know, um... Oh, what's his name? Uh, Art first is like, you know, hey, they're going to excavate the Clopex. He's kind of wanting, you know, Ray to... At this point, Ray's like, whatever, I don't give a shit. Yeah. But Art is like, oh, yeah, they're going to excavate the Clopex, and they're going to be doing all this other stuff. And then that's whenever it's pointed out to him that his house is on fire and that his wife <laughs> is home. And it upset him more that his wife was home than and it was... saw everything. Yeah. Because I have the feeling she is his Carol. She puts Probably. her foot down and let him do anything. Yeah, I'm sure. So the minute she takes off for a weekend, yeah. suddenly he. this is why she doesn't leave right. him home alone very often. Right. <laughs> And then at that point, you see Ray and Carol, and they're heading back to the house, and then mm-hmm. he ends up telling, you know, Ricky to, you know, hey, keep an eye on the neighborhood for me. And Ricky's like, yeah. God, I love this street. And that was right. how it ended. <laughs> so. Yes, ma'am. So, kudos to you, because you basically did the entire thing without notes by yourself, and I've, I always have to have I've notes. only watched this movie a million times, so... It's a, a movie that's near and dear to your heart. It is. So, of course, you've watched it a million times. Yeah. Now, um, from there, of course, you know me. I look up everything. Yeah. So, on Rotten Tomatoes, there's a 52% and tomato meter mm-hmm. and then a 71% audience meter. Right. So, I, I'm i leaning more towards the tomato meter. I know you're way more with the audience. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, like I said, it wasn't a bad movie. No. It's just not one that speaks to me like it speaks to you right now something i did look up of course tom hanks carrie fisher Corey feldman those yeah. are the names that we still see today you know rest in peace miss fisher because she was amazing in everything she did well bruce dern is still kicking ass and taking names he's been acting forever yeah yep. um and i saw a lot of actors that i recognized Right. Well, not a lot. There were only like a handful. Yeah. Really, in the movie itself. Right. But I saw a bunch that um, I recognized, but I didn't really have names for. It's like the mm-hmm. character actors, like uh, Dern. Right. Um, and then of course I couldn't find out how much it cost to make this movie because right. of how old it was. Right. But I do know it made thirty-six million domestically and almost fifty worldwide. That was probably a lot though for back then. For back then, yeah. it was pretty significant. Yeah. But not everybody was a fan. Yeah. New York Times Vincent Canty said this movie was as empty as something can be without creating a vacuum. Meh. So <laughs> I didn't dislike it to that extent. Right. <laughs> but this was not a favorite movie for everybody. Right. So what kind of facts do you have for me? Because um, I know you have plenty. Of course. Let's see. Do, 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 do. So, the prop master was charged with making fake dog poop when the actors complained that they didn't want to step in the real thing, which I agree. I don't want to step in real dog crap. Yeah, like how much does it cost to make fake dog crap? You right. up some dog food that's already pretty much exactly. the same color. Well, and that's what they basically did. So, the mixture included canned dog food and bean dip, and it was loaded into caulking tubes and squeezed out, like, where it was needed. Yeah. Basically. So, okay, so the movies that uh, Ray was uh, watching on TV um, okay. before he had the, you know, the nightmare. So mm-hmm. he was watching Race with the Devil, The Exorcist, and The che- Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 were the movies he was watching. Okay, so I didn't recognize the scene from the first movie, and that's why I've never heard of it. But yeah. the other two I recognized. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. So this I always thought was cool. It would be one of those things where... You know, I know you're not going to go back and watch the movie, but for other people who haven't seen it, so when Ray and Art break into Walter's house, a picture of Walter and Lucille Ball is on the table. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ball and Gordon, who, you know, that was the last name of the guy that played Walter, Mm -hmm. um, co-starred in the 1948 radio show My Favorite Husband and television shows The Lucy Show, Here's Lucy, and Life with Lucy. And Mm -hmm. because I've seen it so many times, I know, it's like, oh, yeah, I I see the picture of Lucy. Okay. Yeah, so it was kind of cool, so. Yeah. But, um... So, does this movie still hold up for you? Yeah. I watch <laughs> this movie... I watch this movie a couple of times a year. Okay. Like, to be honest, I don't have a top ten favorite, like, movie list, but this would be on my list. Okay. I got you. So... 
Yeah. So the Klopeks named their great, great Dane Landru, probably after Henri Landru, a notorious French serial killer, or the overlord Naturally. in Star Trek. <laughs> the overlord in yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember. There was one thing. Okay, so at the very beginning of the film, whenever mm-hmm. they show, like, the Earth, and they kind of show it like going in. You're, I was always kind of wondering, like, where, where do, you, where did I think that they were like living? I was thinking that maybe they were like in Illinois in the suburbs, something like the Midwest. Yeah. Well, it says although the panning at the beginning of the film depicts it as taking place in Des Moines, Iowa area, several references, including the Illinois license plates on the garbage truck, place this film in the Chicago area. So I was kind of right. Yeah, you were close. Yeah. Ricky so. Butler's house is the house formerly used by the Munsters in the TV show. Uh, mm-hmm. This is probably why you never get a really good look at it, is it would be too recognizable as the house. Yeah. And see, something I thought was interesting is one of the when I was Googling stuff, they actually mm-hmm. had, when I looked up this movie, a drawing of like where everybody was supposed to have lived in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> nice. I thought that was kind of <laughs> cool, but it's not something that really translated to radio, so I was like, oh. Right, okay. yeah. Yeah. Now... So. Something I Google. You know me and Google. Yeah. Um, I wondered, could you actually hide a crematorium in a cul-de-sac? Probably. Yeah. There's, like, a whole um, business settled, like, right in the middle of a neighborhood mm-hmm. in Illinois. Nice. Of all places. I can't remember the city. But basically, they did this whole interview about it on the news. The mm-hmm. guy said that because they have what's called an afterburner, that it prevents a lot of smoke and there's no smells because of the filtration system. Huh. So if you don't know it's there, right. you'll never know it's there. That's. I thought that was creepy that and is, interesting. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to live in that neighborhood. That's weird. No. Huh. And then, um, yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. They, in that area, everybody has a basement. That's where it would have to be. Right, exactly. Because even if, like, the top floors were still... You know, floor one, ground level, was the business area mm-hmm. where you could have, like, your castings in your wake and then yeah. live up at the top. You still could have some place to have exactly. the bodies. Exactly, yeah, the that's true. Um, which would be creepy because then you'd be sleeping above dead people all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. So, so what shall we use to rate this movie? Since this is your pick mm. and your favorite, I'm going to let you pick. I'm trying to think. Walter's toupees. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm good with that. You want to... Are you sure? You sure? Yeah. All right, so how many of Walter's toupees would you give this I'm going to give it a four and a half. I'm going <laughs> to give it a two and a half. I'm still at the like 50% benchmark because it had its moments. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where, you know, nifty yeah. and kind of moving on down the pipe. Right. So you're at four and a half. I'm at two and a half. That's fine. And that is all I got. You got yeah. anything left? No, I'm good. All right. Well, that was our breakdown of the Burbs. Yes. Pick. So next show is going to be Jurassic World is what Ooh. we're breaking down. Yep. The new one. Yep. All right, guys. Well, All right. I'm Laura. No, you're no, not. No, you're not. <laughs> you're Nikki. I'm Nikki. I'm Laura. And this has been Breakdown from the Couch. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.